lot of time we have been asked to do intermittent fasting okay uh, intermittent fasting basically means time restricted fasting but it does not tell when to eat so a lot of people they're taking the first meal at 2 pm and last meal at 10 pm okay now like i said our biology is connected to the sun when the sun goes up this is where we have the best digestive fire you eat you digest and it becomes a part of you now as the sun start coming down your digestive fire is reduced so you should not be eating very heavy rich meals in the evening longevity india podcast where future centenarians are inspired longevity india podcast is sponsored by decodage decodage is india's first longevity research company which brings proven trusted and safe longevity supplements and the most advanced microbiome test to slow down and reverse aging process hello dr ashwini how are you i'm good thank you mustafa thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and i, I hope i'll be sh- able to share some valuable information in terms of the longevity and healthy aging now the first question that i want to ask you is uh, as a functional medicine practitioner what are your views on longevity and aging right so it is very very abundantly clear that we are not aging healthily mm-hmm. people are disease at a younger age with this autism then there comes pcos in women then comes hypothyroidism then comes cardiovascular problems then of course comes cancers and dementia and all that so from younger age to the elderly age all of us are sick in a way so definitely we are not aging healthily mm-hmm. and certainly certainly we can fix this problem and we can age in a grace way by maintaining a health and when we have to leave we can leave the body so if we are aging healthy then we can prevent all these diseases like how maintaining healthy age prevents all these uh, disorders that you just described so let in in a if we put it in a simple words our body is designed to have a certain age for example by yogic sciences we say it is 80 85 years or 90 years of age we can till that age we can be healthy and and we are aging but in a in a very you know without a disease that's that's what this body is meant for mm-hmm. now if we don't keep the conditions right for this body that is called epigenetics now the water we drink the the air we breathe the food we eat the microbiome we have the toxins we have the at the end of the day it all affects the mitochondria mm-hmm. so that output of the mitochondria will decide our aging if mitochondria is functioning well just like a car engine if it is functioning well we have enough energy and we carry on our uh, uh, activities of the life if this energy production is low because of the either quality or the quantity of the mitochondria is reducing we start aging and more and more problems will come to our body so if effectively we we, we manage the environment around our body within the body we will age healthily without a problem or without a disease yeah so when you say uh, we need to maintain our mi- mitochondria for healthy aging so how to actually do that I mean, how? What should I eat? I mean, what should I do on daily basis to maintain my mitochondria? Right. So, the basics of this uh, uh, nature or the health, they're, they're like that. First is the light. What kind of light we are keeping our body under? This is called circadian rhythm biology. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get up, we should be our body should be exposed to sunlight. And when we go under the sunlight, as per the circadian biology, light falls onto the skin. Our body gets the signal that it's a time to metabolize. Okay. okay we start metabolizing we digestion and all that start happening okay all the activities so energy production start happening all the metabolic activities happening now 
when sun sets when no light is falling onto the skin this is where there is no signal to the cell that that means it start repairing that's the time to sleep mm. right now what is the big mismatch we are doing we get up in the morning we are under tube lights just right before sleep we are sleeping at 12 1 2 whatever time we are sleeping before just before that we are turning off our lights so we are constantly giving our body the signal that is a metabolic activity time we never letting it to to you know uh, repair so if we fix this one major part of the mismatch lot of problems will solve so that when sun comes up you go under sunlight don't unnecessarily expose your body to the artificial lights tube light which is mostly in the uh, blue spectrum of the wavelength and when when it becomes uh, a sunset keep your body under dark or less lighting at least you want to reduce it or use a broad spectrum uh, wavelength lighting so that less damage to the body so if this is the major major uh, mismatch that is happening of course lot of us us giving a lot of importance to the food but light is the first uh, uh, effect on the body mm-hmm. if we want to maintain our system we have to be un- under good light yeah so first thing you need to fix light and that is true like uh, and what i concluded is that go with nature i mean go outside have sun uh, rays and when you are sleeping then keep lights off and just sleep that will maintain what about food food is also a major part uh, and how can i do better with food okay can i address the second priority before the food yeah. second priority is the water okay okay 80% of the body is simply water mm. okay if i have to be healthy the first thing i sh- apart from the you know apart from the light i have to look into the water mm. now today we are all drinking ro water ro water is essential for for somebody living in bangalore or somebody living in pune mumbai because the water quality is very very bad in terms of the infections in terms of the heavy metal we have to clean the water and during the cleaning of the water we we destroy the structure of the water mm. is no more a structured water now to water to hydrate our cells it's not that we drink after we drink it has to go to the cells and retain we have to retain the water mm. now we work with autistic kids and a lot of kids they are drinking excess water just like a adult 3 year old child drinking like ex, uh, you know adult he's drinking and peeing drinking and peeing drinking and peeing that means this water is not hydrating the body and when we look at the markers there are so many dehydration markers so many dehydration markers so what some simple practice we ask them to take their water in a glass bottle jar keep it under sun for 3 hours the water will absorb the infrared light the water will gain electrons that that will make the water structured water and that water will have the energy as electrons and it will also have a, a structure which will start hydrating the body and that is the second most priority that we should be uh, because 80% of the body is simply water and if if just like a engine oil you don't hydrate your mitochondria it will not function because there are a lot of moving parts in the mitochondria so that is the second priority and of course we can then move to the food yeah talking about food and like first priority is light second priority is water and the third priority is food so how to be better at food right so i think uh, today of course we are eating a lot of processed foods yeah. you know the packaged foods and the white rice uh, colas and all that and definitely they are bad there's no yeah. i think the, the, the science is clear on that that we have to avoid this bad foods but still there is some debate still happening on the fat part 
whether to eat fat or not to eat fat or how much to eat and all that so but fundamentally if you look at the human body 50% of the human body is fat 50% of the human body is protein mm. a brain is 75% is fat 25% is uh, protein so essentially you have to give the right raw materials to the body now if you don't give the right raw materials from the food you don't develop a healthy cell healthy cell without a dysfunction with a dysfunction probably disease will start coming so you certainly certainly need to feed yourself with the right food the high quality food with lot of proteins and fats second comes the role of the digestion now if you you, you eat good but you don't digest still the food does not become you hmm. you know it just goes into waste okay so so apart from feeding healthy you also we need to take care of the digestive system and lot of people today they have a poor digestive system and there are various reasons behind that which we can discuss but that eating healthy and digesting healthy are two fundamentals of keeping the body with the enough raw materials so it can function regenerate and it can be aging healthily okay so uh, what is the importance of timing of eating food i mean like i might be eating healthy but if i don't maintain the timing yeah. then what can be uh, effects of that i think this is this is a very interesting and a valid question a uh, lot of time we have been asked to do intermittent fasting yeah. okay uh, intermittent fasting basically means time restricted fasting but it does not tell when to eat so a lot of people that taking the first meal at 2 pm and last meal at 10 pm mm-hmm. okay now like i said our biology is connected to the sun when the sun goes up this is where we have the best digestive fire you eat you digest and it becomes a part of you now as the sun start coming down your digestive fire is reduced so you should not be eating very heavy rich meals in the evenings that's why traditionally we used to say that morning you have a king size meal king size basically it was never meant to the plate of the size of the plate but actually it was meaning rich meal more fat and proteins and the bigger meals means lighter meals the, your digestive system can handle it so first meal of the when you get up after sunset you have your meal i generally 10 to 11 i take my first meal so that i think this is a fair way uh, you know to to digest the food mm-hmm. then you take a gap of 8 hours 7 hours 6 hours then you have your la- before sunset or along the sunset or at least around 6:30 7:30 you finish your last meal and that's it if you maintain that circadian biology the food that you're eating will become you and that uh, food will help you and maintain a cell system yeah and like why fasting is considered good for longevity i mean okay so it just just like uh, uh, understand the you know in a simple way uh, uh, the metabolic function is dependent on the mitochondria mitochondria is a engine in every cell has uh, uh, 5000 to 15000 mitochondria just like a car engine if you just keep running keep running keep running it will start withering off you have to give it time right eating does not directly correlate to the nutrition your body has to do lot of effort to digest your food there's a lot of metabolic activity just to digest the food now when you're digesting the food or when you process the food when you extracting the nutrition nut- uh, electrons out of the food there's a lot of Uh, uh, uh things happening in the body it is also producing lot of metabolic waste now if we continuously feeding 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 and digestion keep happening metabolism keep happening there's no time for the body to repair there's no time for the body to 
cleans itself it's just like a car engine you keep running keep running keep running you don't take your uh, car engine for a overhauling where lot of carbon particles in the engine similarly lot of toxic waste within the mitochondria and that causes lot of friction within the mitochondria let's put it that way as a consequence the metabolic activity starts reducing as a consequence you start aging fast if you start f- fasting you don't feed yourself it's just like a kitchen you one day you don't cook and this is a time when you can clean the system and body does the detoxification during this uh, fasting period you clean yourself you clean your mitochondria so that it can function more efficiently so i think this is where the role of the fasting yeah so uh, talking about cleaning the body and maintaining a good diet also uh, lots of uh, suggestion nowadays that we get is you need to keep your blood glucose level low and why is that important why should i keep maintain my blood glucose level low okay so i think we have to understand again with the use with the car uh, model now there's a fuel tank there's an engine mm-hmm. okay if engine not, is not working the fuel in the tank will always there and blood sugar is a fuel if engine is not working it will not consume the fuel that means it has started developing resistance to insulin that means it's not accepting the sugars into the cell anymore right so if metabolic function is happening the sugars will not go high so at the end of the day our goal is to improve our metabolism cell function if metabolism hap- happening right that means your sugars will not spike up body can consume it so i think th- this this is where the correlation comes in if you maintain good level of the blood sugar which means your metabolism is working which means your engines are working right which means you're uh, gracefully aging okay so how to how to maintain low blood glucose level i mean right. obviously you need to avoid all the sugary foods yes. but what additional we can do I mean? right. so i think uh, let's let's take a example of type 2 diabetic right where that's problem comes in where uh insulin is there but insulin becomes more high and that is called as insulin resistance basically what is happening in this case is mitochondria is not working the engine of the body is not working now there could be various reasons one reason of course the lighting the bad lighting not getting sunlight because red light can activate your mitochondria blue light can kill your mitochondria okay so changing the light emf non uh, uh, native electromagnetic fields from the wifi from the tv networks from this from the cellular network 4g 5g 6g and we are we, we being very proud of that but it's actually making us diabetic so that can affect the metabolic activity uh, you don't eat enough fats and proteins but you are largely consuming more uh, uh, carbs that can also affect you because 50% of the body is fat and 50% is fat so you don't supply the raw materials you don't have a healthy mitochondria or the size of the mitochondria or number of the mitochondria that start affecting it another very very common thing that we always see nowadays is a chronic infections uh now as we know microbiome plays a major role right if it's a he- healthy biome the food is getting digested and we get lot of good by by products out of that and if we don't have the healthy wa- microbes in our gut the food might not be getting digested properly as a consequence we produce lot of endotoxins and these toxins will go and start poisoning our system so infection can poison the system or the mitochondria as a consequence we can start developing insulin resistance as a consequence blood sugars will uh, start going up 
another very common reason is is nutritional deficiencies the body don't have enough nutrition b complex magnesium mm-hmm. zinc iron uh fatty acids whatever the raw materials that our body needs now they are the spare parts of the body engine is con- constantly we are constantly remaking ourselves also you know the old cells will go new cells will come so that needs a raw material for the proper functioning of the engine which is a mitochondria now if we don't have enough nourishment then it also becomes a problem so that also can cause your blood sugars high uh then of course the heavy metals nowadays you know a lot of people are exposed to lead a lot of people have high aluminum a lot of people have high mercury a lot of people have high barium cadmium silver a lot of heavy metals are there it's just like carbon particles in your engine now if these are deposited in the body deposited in the cells they interfere with the uh, uh, functioning or reduce the metabolic act- activity as a consequence your you know your sugars will keep uh, high so if you want to keep your sugars low you have to keep the engines working smoothly and for that you have to be in good light you get mu- you must get uh, enough sunlight you hydrate your body you know excess drinking water is also problem mm-hmm. you know some people say drink 5 liter 6 liters that is what i have uh, been hearing from my childhood that you should drink 5 liters of water that's it that is healthy and now i am listening to you <laughs> okay we change with science Like yes, we so we change our perspective now i think science is clear that there are two hydrogen molecules one of them is a deuterium deuterium is a heavier molecule of yeah. the hydrogen and if you drink too much of water you accumulate lot of deuterium and deuterium can kill the mitochondria mm. as a consequence your metabolic activity will come activity will come down as a consequence you will become diabetic okay. so water is important light is important of course the food a uh, uh, balanced meal frequent meals is another problem right uh, if every 2 hours you eat something every 2 hours you eat something you keep spiking your you know and and your engines are not able to consume that that also becomes a problem food industry won't let us our yeah. stomach empty yeah, yeah, no yeah. matter what i think uh, uh, you know uh, if we are sick the industry is uh, growing uh, as a consequence you know there's more money coming in so of course you know i think but science is becoming clear it's see health is our business every person they have to think about their health you cannot just let your health in somebody's hand all the time yes when it is emergency you go see a doctor fix your problem which is all right but chronic problems you have to participate for your health and for that participation you as a consumer has to be aware that these are the issues and this is how i fix it if you don't know the this thing you never follow the right plans also so i think this is this is where it boils down to we as a consumer have to be uh, aware about the science and aware about the solutions and then do the right rightful thinking for our own self and the right actions for ourselves taking uh, talking about right actions uh, it now it is now being suggested that plant based diet is good for overall health and for longevity also so do you agree with that and if yes then what are your like why is plant based diet is good better than non vegetarian so i think i'm not uh, pro this and that okay. i i i want to uh, look at the markets okay now we have treated so many plant based uh, uh, extremist now now they have been on a plant based diet but their uh, uh, hdl was very low their omega 6 to omega 3 ratio was very high they have more 6 6 omega 6 and less omega 3 okay the proteins were very low 
we looked at the organic acid testing, we looked at the basic uh, blood work, uh, serum creatinine is low, uh, BUN1 is low. These are basic markers of the protein. So they are always low on the proteins. So I am myself a vegetarian, okay, but I, you know, it's my personal choice. But, but if anybody comes to me with, with a problem, they have, a, uh, they are vegetarians, I don't push them to become non-vegetarian. So if anybody is non-vegetarian, I don't push them to become uh, a vegetarian. But the two aspects with a non-vegetarian diet is, one is the quality. I think 90% of the population in the world is uh, non-vegetarian. Yeah. And how do we produce so much of a good quality meat? And they are, we are injecting a lot of hormones, antibiotics, pesticides to this, this to keep them alive and keep growing their muscles and then we, they feed us. So if you're eating that kind of meat, I would say stop it. Okay. Uh, if you can eat organic meat, then good. Organic eggs, yes, good, no problem. But second is, you should be able to digest it. Now, if you eat meat because it seems to be healthy, it's organic and all that, but you cannot digest it, then it becomes a problem. So, at the end of the day, we worry about the markers. Any person, vegetarian or vegetarian, that doesn't matter, really doesn't matter. It's a, it's a matter of the morality, which is all right. You know, everybody has different morals, so that's no problem. I mean, it's just my thought or your thought. That, that doesn't matter when it comes to the fundamentals of the health. So, if the markers are low, if somebody is low on the protein, I give them a protein powder, which is pre-digested hydrolyzed protein so that they get enough of the uh, proteins in the body. If somebody is low on the omega-3, I give them a fish oil, I give them a uh, vegan algae-based uh, uh, omega-3 also. So just to ensure that they get what they need. So if their diet is not providing them the proper nutrition, then we can supplement it. That is... Absolutely, is we have to do it. So today we are feeding a lot of urea to the land. We're expecting magnesium and zinc to come up in the food. It's not happening. So we have to sometimes supplement. So now, nowadays in the market, there are this uh, longevity molecules like NMN and resveratrol. So what are, what is your take on that? Uh, so I think I, I'm very conservative in, in that sense in terms of using these molecules, but they're fantastic. There's no doubt about it. But if we maintain the basics, you keep good light, good food, good water, uh, your body don't have enough toxins, uh, you have enough nutrition. That's the first level protection that you need. If you do that and then you take these special supplements, there's an added value. Your mitochondria will perform better. You support the mitochondria with some other raw materials and it have a better energy production, no doubt about it. Now, if you don't do the basics, but you are only being supplementing, supplementing, you might see a short-term goals. But uh, longevity might not happen because at the end of the day, you need to give the basics to the just like a building. No, you have a good base, then you build on that. It, it's stabilized. But if you just uh, without the base, you do other things, probably it will not help. So as a science, these longevity molecules are good. They can really help, but if done in the right way. So that's all questions I had. Sir. Thank you very much for your time. And it was very interesting listening to you. Thank you so much, uh, Mustafa Ji. I appreciate that you take your time. Thank you so much. Thank you.